Hello, my name is Sarah. I am bringing you the Mockingbird devotion today from Vermont, where I am camped out with my family at my mother-in-law's house. We've been here for almost eight weeks. Uh, we normally live in a small apartment in Boston. But I was thinking about uh, the last eight weeks and kind of where um, we've been and where we are now. And I was remembering all of the expectations that I had at the beginning of this time and the intentions that I had to sort of do quarantine well and to be contemplative and embrace the solitude and, and the quiet pace of life. We have done that in some ways for sure. We've had lots of great family time. But when I reflect on my own mindset, the word that comes up is distraction. I have been so distracted. Um, I don't know about you, but I have been consumed with these big thoughts and um, things that are going on in our world and in our own lives. There's just a lot and a lot to hold all at once. And I'm a planner, so I like to know kind of where we're going and who's in charge. And so I find myself pinging from news website to news website and then to work emails and school emails and trying to grasp onto any any kind of glimpse of what's going to happen and what we're in for and who knows what the right thing to do is. Um, and that has just created kind of a, a very distractible mindset for me. And I find it really hard to... Um, to be quiet and to sit with um, my thoughts or, you know, to read the Bible um, or to have, you know, a, a good solid prayer time. Those things have been really hard for me um, in this time. And so I wanted to read some verses that have been really comforting. Um, I think they speak to this. It's Paul talking about Jesus in Colossians. He says in Colossians 1, chapters 15, uh, sorry, verses 15, 16, 17, he says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And I love these verses because it, one, it lifts me up out of myself um, and off of my own thoughts and my own life. And it, it puts my eyes on Jesus. And I love this image of Jesus as the visible, the tangible image of the God who created this whole world and um, who is above the visible and the invisible and he is above rulers and authorities and all of these things that I find myself kind of looking to um, for answers about the way forward or to find out what what my life is going to look like in the next two weeks or six months or however long um, and I love that all things were created through him and for him um, I find that we I at least lose sight of um, kind of the greater context of this world in the midst of all the chaos and crisis that's happening now. And we are told that he is before all things. Um, I want so 
desperately for someone to be before me in this. I don't want to um, blaze the trail for my family through this crisis. Um, I want someone who has gone before me um, and has paved the way. And we know that that Jesus has gone before us and that he has been before us also this whole time because he created us and he knew um, in January that we would be here in May and he knows where we will be in two weeks and in six months. And um, I think, again, I lose that perspective. It feels a little bit like we're in this crisis snow globe where sort of the world's been turned upside down and all of these big things are swirling around us. And yet, um, Paul says, in him, all things hold together. And I think that's been one of the hardest things for me with all of these big things and trying to figure it all out um, has been holding them all together. You know, I find my mind um, going to the sort of global economic crisis or um, countries who have been really hard hit by the virus or, um, you know, just like what we're going to have for lunch today, all kind of in 30 seconds time. And, um, there are just lots of big things to think about. You know, I, I work at a hospital and, and some of my friends have seen some really hard things and people are really, truly suffering, um, not just from health, but in livelihood and, uh, their families and, I can't hold those things together. I don't know how. I don't have the capacity to hold them together and know that it's going to be okay. But we are told that in him, all things hold together. And we know um, not only that he holds things together now, but that he has reconciled us in our brokenness and our sin and distraction with his holiness and goodness. And he can hold those two things together and has reconciled those two things. And just like he has reconciled us to himself, he will reconcile the brokenness and despair and sorrow in this world with his goodness and sovereignty and um, ultimate purpose for us. And so we are held together now. Um, and he has reconciled us to him in that. And so that is what I want to hold on to um, today. So be encouraged. He is before us and he is holding us.